With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. This is March. Conference tournament play is underway. The big dance right around the corner. Teams punching their tickets. Great time to be alive for a sports fan in this country. We're joined now by the host of The Breakdown at Believe.com. Former Boston College interim head coach, basketball analyst Scott Spinelli on with us here. Scott, welcome to the show. How much fun is this time of year for you? Oh, you know what? It, it, it's so much fun. I mean, look, I mean, from a coaching standpoint uh, to bringing back the memories of playing, uh, and also I have two children now playing Division One basketball. None of them are in the tournament, but uh, it's just so much fun to be a- around the game this time of year. From your experience, when does a college basketball team really hit its stride? Where as a coach you feel like, okay, we finally have a fully formed identity. Does it take until conference tournament play? Is it quicker than that? Give me your read on, on that. Well, I think every team's different. I, I think as a coach you're emphasizing all year to your team, starting from the beginning of practice is, hey, look, we just want to get better today, guys. And and after the next practice, did we get better today? And you want to be playing your best basketball, you know, in February into March, right? And that's what I think your goal is to to try to do with each team. So getting better is is kind of the philosophy. Um, But, yeah, every team, you know, again, forms at a different time in terms of playing their best. You don't want to peak too early. But you look at around some of the teams in college basketball this year, UConn's starting to peak right now. They're playing well. Um, Duke's playing much better right now as of late. Um, there's been some consistent teams. But, um, I, again, I think for, for, for everything, and, and maybe you kind of can put this into your own kind of understanding, great players are made in the off season. great teams are made in season. That's great. That's good. That's a great line. That's a coach's line right there. Bill Self has been hospitalized, undergoing what's called a standard procedure. How detrimental is that to Kansas at a time like this? They have a lot of talent. Do you think they have the talent to overcome the lack of experience that they'll have on the sideline with him not there? Well, look, I mean, I don't think they're going to lack too much experience with the staff they have there. Coach Norm Roberts was the former head coach at St. John's. He's been there forever with Coach Self. So I think the continuity side of it um, isn't, you know, isn't a problem. Obviously, look, I mean, Coach Self is a Hall of Famer. He's one of the best coaches ever to coach the game. So, again, that, that is obviously something that, you, you know, you, you're going to miss. But I do think having, you know, continuity amongst the staff, a guy like Coach Roberts, um, you know, listen, Jalen Wilson declared for the draft his first two years. He's back for his 30th Big 12 player of the year. They have multiple guys on that team, including uh, some impact guys who cut down the nets last year. Um, so, yeah, I think Kansas still is a is very, very, very good chance that they not only can win still in the Big 12 tournament, but advance deep into the NCAAs, and you hope that Coach Self is back. We're talking to basketball analyst Scott Spinelli from the Breakdown Podcast, all part of the Believe Network. The Big 12 in general, already some wild finishes. TCU takes down Kansas State. Baylor lost to Iowa. Who do you like to come out of that loaded conference? 
Uh, as it relates to the conference tournament, I, I, look, I still think Kansas is, is the team that you have to beat there. Um, you know, look, I, I, the second game there with, uh, well, the Texas TCU game, I think is going to be a, an absolute um, brawl in terms of the, the, the type of intensity they're going to play with in that game. You know, Texas obviously is a very good offensive team They're full of transfers. Uh, TCU is also full of transfers, older guys, but they're a very tough, hard-nosed defensive team, um, you know, who rebounds the ball exceptionally well. So kind of a contrasting style in terms of what each team is trying to do in terms of their identity. That should be a really good game. I, I think TCU today has a really good chance to upset them. Um, UCF's going to be entering that conference next year. They've struggled a bit in the American Athletic Conference. What kind of wake-up call should UCF fans expect when they take a step up in class like what they're going to experience next year? Oh, well, look, I mean, you know, Coach Dawkins and his staff, uh, they've done an unbelievable job down there. And, and, and look, I don't think people realize, I mean, you know, with, with playing against Houston, playing against teams like Memphis, um, you know, those teams are every bit um, as good as a lot of these other teams that, you know, in terms of the conference move to the Big 12 that they're making. But, um, you know, there is a difference, right? The venues, I, I think for me, I coached uh, many years at Nebraska, at Texas A&M, um, and Nebraska at the time was in the Big 12. Um, you know, Texas A&M was also at the time. And the venues are a lot different, right? Mm-hmm. The home courts of some of those teams um, I mean, it's it's something else now. I mean, Fog Allen, you know, you, you know, you go in and play places like Oklahoma State, even at Texas and some of the other venues, K State, Baylor, Baylor's. So I think that's going to be the major adjustment for them in terms of going on the road. Uh, not that going on the road is easy in, in their in their conference right now in American Athletic, but I I do think it, it is uh, it's, it's kind of a notch up in terms of some of these venues. I want to switch gears to the ACC. Miami squeaked by Wake Forest yesterday to advance to the second round, uh, or the next round, rather. They take on Duke tonight. What have you seen from Miami this year that's allowed them to overtake the ACC? They had the best overall record in the regular season. Well, the transfer portal really helped them. Obviously, getting Wong back, uh, the improvement of Jordan Miller, another kid that transferred in from George Mason a couple of years ago, um, and then the kid that came in, you know, from uh, Arkansas State, uh, you know, Nor- Nor- Norad, uh, Norcad. I mean, I can't pronounce his name, but he's he's been terrific for them. And I think, you know, when you put a lineup like that on the floor, where you have uh, again Nigel Pack, you have multiple guards there. Um, I think that's kind of the formula, right? Miami's team has been put together with guys who can all pass dribble and shoot at all five positions. They've got, you know, major star power in the backcourt with Wong again and back, and then Miller's having that kind of year. Um, look, this is a team that in postseason conference tournament play, postseason play, you want to have great guards, uh, great guard play. You want to be versatile because you never know who you're going to match up with. I really like this Miami team in, in, in moving and advancing far this year. So we had this conversation a couple days ago. I'm curious to get your thoughts on this. We always love plucking some mid-majors out of the sky come tournament time. Can you give me a couple that you may have your eye on as we get closer to the big dance? Well, the one team that jumps out at you um, is Drake. Uh, look, as a coach, you want to get old. You want to get experience. And, and, you know, if you could do that within the program, um, that's, that's kind of a rarity in this day and age with the transfer portal and obviously now the NIL stuff. But 
Drake has a team that's been built. They have five starters, four of them at thousand point scores already. Um, and they also have an age, uh, you know, I think an advantage. They have two guys 25 years old, 124, 123, and their best player is 20. So that, that age, that experience, uh, that firepower of four guys that start for them that scored over a thousand points, um, you know, they played in the Valley. Again, I, you know, I saw them up close and uh, personal. My son was at Evansville, so I saw them play a lot this year. The Missouri Valley was a very underrated conference with multiple teams that probably could have won games in the tournament. But they're going, Drake, they're going to be a team you better keep an eye on uh, for certain. And I think, you know, if you look around, I mean, you know, to me, a team like, and I don't know how much of a sleeper, but they've won 30 games, teams like the College of Charleston, um, you know, that they've won 30 in the CAA. Um, again, they've got a team that's been put together, you know, a combination of some transfers, but a lot of skilled guys. Um, they really push the pace. They can shoot the three very well. And, again, anytime you have multiple guys that can make that three-point shot, um, you know, anybody could beat anybody uh, in a one-game setting. Host of the Breakdown Podcast, all part of the, of, the, of the Believe Podcast Network basketball analyst, Scott Spinelli, kind enough to give us some of his time. Scott, we'll have to do it again come tournament time. Thanks. Thanks for having me. Have a great day. Same to you. I think I just see it. The writing's on the wall. Tazi and I are about to go way too wild on teams like Drake and Charleston. When that bracket comes out, I have a feeling we're going to have them going a little bit too far, a little bit too deep in. We're going to end up getting got by some of these teams because we feel like now, you know, we feel like we're ahead of the game. Scott was great, and I really hope we can get him back on once this tournament is officially up and rolling. My eyes lit up when he mentioned Drake for all the reasons that he mentioned, and you know, one of the previous Tazi's take was I think those were the first two teams that I may have mentioned. Uh, yes, yeah. there's a couple other teams too. We got UAB on the auxiliary screen to the right. They're up eighteen to two on North Texas. They're slamming on people. I mean, you know. Eventually, water hits its level. But have you seen this North Texas team? I know that I guess they're the two seed in this tournament. They look terrible. Well, yeah, and UAB is just here. I've seen. I think I watched UAB beat the College of Charleston. One of their few losses they've suffered this year earlier in the year. So, I mean, I'm going to be on probably all of the underdogs. And you know, <laughs> how's that going to work out for me? But there's a few that I'm going to circle twice and uh, I just can't wait for the madness. I'm really trying to do my homework when it comes to all these teams that really aren't mainstream. You know, everybody usually watches the Power 5 conferences, but you go to sleep on these teams and uh the game of college basketball, just the way it's played, the way it's recruited, the transfers, opportunities for guys to get more touches at smaller programs. It really allows for crazy things to happen. Which is why you see schools that might appear random that all of a sudden you look up and you're like, that guy, well, how did that guy right. end up there? It happens every I mean, single year. Damian Lillard went to Weber State. Weber State. Yeah. You know, for example. It's not always NBA prospects that are out here lighting it up in March. but You don't need that. I mean, no. look at uh, Mustache Harry from St. Peter's last year. He's not playing in the league. Oh, Doug Eater. Yeah, I still don't know how St. Peter's really did that. Casey and Defo was blocking a lot of yeah. shots. you got to have good coaching. you got to have a good team spirit, and some of it's smoke and mirrors and yeah. luck. You know, 100%. So all of that comes into play. Or have an old lady nun that's cheering you on. That helps sometimes, too. Sister Jean, I think she's still out here. That is amazing. That is amazing. She has passed so many people by. She really has, through COVID and everything. She has made it. Harry's best bets on the way after this. 
Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.